0: You know, it, it, first thing that I think of when I look back on that and, uh, of course, Wally Witkowski and uh, 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 a man named Tommy Youngblood, who yep. has been a super salesman of media from around the area, just at many different outlets, and I were in uh, Wallace's, Wally's basement over there in East Brainerd Road uh, with a couple cold beers, and and uh, we started. Sat down and talked about it. It's like, you can't, because they, they they both played high school football. Tommy was a really wow. good running back at Central, uh, and of course, sure. Wally played uh, line at Brainerd Righter. in the early seventies. And they were like, you know what's weird about it? And we always thought about this when we were kids too. Is you, you didn't have, and of course there's always been some radio stations that had play by play, but it was usually smaller. Yes. And smaller towns like Marion County or maybe over in Dunlap and Squatchy or, you know, Bradley Central, things like that. Not that Cleveland's not a, you know, that's a pretty big town, but Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Uh, not in like Chattanooga. Um, and they said, we always thought it was weird because you could, you knew the game that you went to. And you could call somebody and say, hey, you went to this game, what happened? But you couldn't get any information until the three local uh, TV stations at 11 o'clock 11:00 or 11.15. Yeah. And then you really couldn't get all the information until the paper came out the next morning. So it was like, how, what is a good interactive way to cover all these games? So we just started thinking about it and saying, you know, it's funny. And I was telling Joe, it, it, it's funny because we, that first year, which was 1994, that first year, we would say, Make sure to put a quarter in your pocket, carry it to the game, so you can call us on the payphone. On the payphone. I mean, it was completely different than what it is now and what yeah. it's turned into. To and and in full, full disclosure, the first year it was called the Pepsi Press Box, and we did that one year, and we went back to them, and they said, "No, nah, I don't know." And Gary Davis at Coca Cola said, "We want that, kaboom! We want that." And in the fall of '95. Coca-Cola Nationally was doing a promotion with the with the NFL, and it was the Coca-Cola Red Zone. That's mm-hmm. what they were calling it in the NFL. So they had a gobs of T-shirts that said Coca-Cola Red Zone. He said, well, um, can we be a part of helping name the show? And we're like, well, what do you want to name it? Well, if we name it Coca-Cola Red Zone, we've got 8 million hats and 4 million T-shirts, and we can just let you all have every one of them. we're like, it's how the good. Coca-Cola Red Zone. <laughs> and what, I mean, how cool... That, no, I was that telling Joe, it is an is honor, awesome. it is an absolute honor to be a part of, first of all, those three guys, or two guys, and me, uh, that, that, that you know, I kind of was a, I just shut up and listened to those two, to be honest with you, uh, and, and to be able to still be talking about it and be excited about going into our 30th year, honestly, it could be the most, what I'm most proud of.
1: That's cool, man. It is, it is, it's certainly, definitely something to be more than proud of. I mean, it, it's, it. It changed the the landscape of Friday nights in this community for a long time uh and still does uh you know the 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 ability to get information is there for all of us, but you know it's it's more fun to choose the fun way to do it, and this is certainly one of them um and well, you guys are
0: taking it to a new level, Joe. No, no kidding. I mean, you and Kurt, and the way you all, Jeff, Kate, and Justin Sims, you all just interact with each other. I know it gets annoying, and you're done. Glad it's done tonight, but <laughs> but, but it's funny. It's great radio shtick. Uh, and I was telling Joe that. Tommy was a really good, and still is a really good salesperson, media sales. And he was like, "The only thing I'm worried about being on the air is I don't really want people to know my real name, you know." And of course, we sport talk was existed then, and people would call in with you know the nicknames or whatever handles right. if you want to call it that. So we were like, "What? What do you want to go?" He's like, "I don't know, man. Um, I kind of like that Chris Fowler guy." And, and we were like, "Chuck, you're Chuck Fowler." <laughs> so he was Chuck Fowler, Wally McCaskey, and me. <laughs> and we did the first year and um it was, you know, it was memorable at that time, Wally's son, Bill, mm-hmm. uh, was playing at Notre Dame, right? So, yeah. And they were pretty good. So Notre Dame, we covered Notre Dame like nobody's business because of Wally. And they had a quarterback named Eric Schechner, who I later became really good friends with, fraternity brothers, actually. He's younger than me. but uh, And now he's an assistant principal down at Heritage High School. So you see this full circle of how much high school football has uh, meant Especially to the folks that really keep an eye on it, yeah. a close eye. There's a, and probably led by Stephen Hargis, but there's a lot of folks that, uh, that in the inner circles just have become friends over the years and pass along information and question other things, you know, to each other. And it's just really been just a, a huge blessing.
1: So, and we've kind of had this discussion, but I think it's very interesting. I know when you guys were talking about this show, one of the first things that had to be going through your mind is like, okay, if we get this thing going, where the calls going to come from? How are we going to how are we going to get these scores?
0: Right. So we offered up to say, "Hey, if you go to a high school, if you uh, you know attend or keep up with a high school team, call in and you can be our cub reporter." So we that's how we had Orange Neck who uh, covered Polk County for us. You had Stony who uh, covered Copper Basin. You got Doc Hollywood who covers Bradley Central. Still, uh, we had Steve and I can't remember his last name, but he was Mister Redbank. Bank. Uh, we had. Um, I'm trying to think of some. We had a, a, a um, was it Mitch at Meg's County? There was there was we almost had every school covered. I mean by one person, mm-hmm. so they would just call in and you know. We, at first, we told them, "Hey, look, call in at the you know end of the first quarter, at the half, end of third, and at the end of the game." just, right. just four phone calls, right? Um, So that's how that all started, and then a lot of folks kept doing that, you know, for. 10, 15, 20 years. And then, of course, Christy Clark was a huge part of it, sure. too, where she would be in the newsroom and, and be, and she was a classic because she was so sweet to everybody, right? So yeah. she's like, she'd call the Marion County uh, Police Department and be like, hey, this is Christy Clark with the red zone. Uh, you guys have officers at the Marion County game, don't you? And, uh, and the dispatch would be like, yeah. Anyway, you could radio them and just tell us what the score is? And all of a sudden you hear, uh, <laughs> You know the Marion County score you guys there (coughs) at 14-7, second quarter? We're kicking that. (laughs) I mean, it was awesome, right? I mean, so that and, and, and of course, with the invention of the cell phone coming into it, then that was just an absolute game changer and it made it so easy for everybody. And now it's gotten so easy to not make a phone call, you have a text line. So you do that. And I must mention this while we're talking about it. And B-Money, our boy Brad Tennyson. He comes up. This guy's mm-hmm. this guy's way smarter than all of us. Maybe not you, but <laughs> no, Joe no. and I. Yeah. He comes up, and he's a computer programmer. He comes up with a program, and you insert where I'm saying something wrong. He comes up with a with a, a website essentially, but it's a website that you can go on there. He he invented Twitter before Twitter ever was invented. Pretty in a way, yeah. You go to the website. You click It You had a box for every team. You could click on as many as 10 different teams, and whenever he entered the score into the computer, it sent it directly to your phone.
1: It's a text message.
0: Of the 10 teams you picked. Or if you wanted to, you're a Red Bank fan and you just wanted a Red Bank score, but you also hated Hickson, so you wanted to see how bad Hickson was going to get beat, you could choose two Red Bank and Hickson. So you could choose as many as 10 or as little as one, and it hit straight to your phone. It was essentially infant Twitter. Mm hmm it it was it
1: was um, when you take time to think about it it was pretty pretty inventive what he did and um you know he's a big part of the red zone and and Mike Fox who who runs uh, redzonescores.com now you know it's uh, things evolve we know that but it, that's he's changed the game with with the website and what we do on that and um and of course you know i think over the years especially the last 5 to 10 years. Yeah, I, I hate doing this. I really do. But I think a lot of the credit has to go to Jeff and Justin for uh the videos and everything Their they do. Their social media on presence site. is
0: just absolutely through it's,
1: the roof. It, it's it really has helped. It's it's um increased eyes on us on what we do here at the, uh at, the, at Talk Radio and and what we do with the Red Zone, so that's a big part of it and you know, it's it's funny because thirty years—that's a lot of change, a lot of change in three decades. So, uh, we've had to evolve, and you know, we're still evolving. We're still going to be uh, yeah. doing some things differently next year, and
0: that'll that will that will happen. So, it's it's been been really fun. It really has. It has. So, you can listen to the final installment for twenty twenty two, and and uh, in the off season, we'll get ready to pump it up for year number thirty, starting next August.
1: And I think uh, I think that'll be my last year.
0: You think so? Yeah, I you think want so. Out with the bang. Thirty. I mean, it's a good even number, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's time
1: for Kirk to take over, and you know. So
0: good luck with that. That's a good, even number. That's good, a good one right that. that's, that's, that's a good right there. Keeping Kirk between the
1: ditches. That's that's that reminds me of Cool Hand Luke when he ate all the hard boiled eggs. And George Papar asked me, him, he's like, "Why'd you say fifty, Luke? Why not thirty five? Fifty seemed like a good round number." <laughs>